I found out much later what had happened. After making the soup for me for lunch, Paul went to my office downstairs so he could work. We have a three-story contemporary townhome, so my office and the front door are at ground level. The second level is an open floor plan of kitchen, dining room, and family room, and then the bedrooms are on the top floor. I lay on the couch on our main level, trying to watch TV and silence the drill boring into my skull. At some point, I ran to the bathroom to throw up again. Since it's at the top of the stairs leading to the office, Paul could hear me retching. He heard a loud thud, and then silence. The dog started barking, whining, and running in circles. Paul came upstairs to investigate. I lay on the bathroom floor, collapsed and unconscious. I imagine him springing into action like a superhero. He must have tried to revive me, and when that didn't work, he had the presence of mind to call 911. God love him, he also called our good friend Barb to come help him. Maria passed out. The ambulance is on its way. Can you please come get Eddie? Barb did not even waste time asking questions. Still in her workout clothes, she ran from her house two blocks away to assist. I love my friends. Barb arrived to a frantic Paul, pacing and wide-eyed with fear. A fire department ladder truck happened to be nearby and arrived first on the scene, ahead of the ambulance. Seeing me laid out on the floor, ghostly pale as the paramedics worked on me, she started shaking. Has she overdosed? The straight-laced EMT asked, shining lights into my eyes and poking and prodding various body parts. No, no, not at all, Paul stammered. She's never taken drugs in her life. Sir, maybe you are not aware? They tried to be tactful, but I was showing all the signs of a drug overdose. The paramedics rifled through the Excedrin and vitamin bottles on our counter, to be sure. Our townhouse is impossible to find because we are up a steep stairway behind a house and have no visible address from our street, so the ambulance was having a hard time finding us. Barb ran out to the back alley to wave them in, but no one came. She ran back inside and realized Paul had ushered them in from the street below. The paramedics couldn't get the gurney up our narrow stairwell, so they wrapped me in a sling and carried me down. For all anyone knew at that moment, I was in a coma. Severe unconsciousness can point to brain damage or a possible stroke. With my brain basically offline, the paramedics had no idea if major organs, such as my lungs, might start failing, or even worse if my protective reflexes, like coughing or swallowing, were affected. Consequently, they focused on ensuring my system didn't physically shut down and that I could still breathe. After they got me downstairs, they intubated me by threading a long plastic tube down my throat and then bagging me with a valve mask on the way down to the hospital. Hardcore sedatives must have followed after that, because I've learned that if a person regains consciousness with a tube down his throat, the first survival response is to rip it out, and that would be very, very bad. I don't think anyone needs to see the one they love having a breathing tube rammed down their throat at top speed. Just picture all those old ER episodes and you'll know exactly what I mean. Freaking out, Paul tried to process where they were taking me so he could follow. Barb took Eddie, locked up, and went home. With its sirens blazing, the ambulance raced five miles to Harborview Medical Center, the only level one adult and pediatric trauma center in the Pacific Northwest's four-state region. Everyone knows from watching the news that it's where gunshot and car crash victims from miles around are always sent. On the way, the paramedics assessed me using the Glasgow Coma Scale. 
This neurological scale assesses a head injury patient's consciousness level, but is now commonly used by first responders for any acute medical or trauma patients like me. Specifically, it measures eye, verbal, and motor responses. On its 15-point scale, anything below an 8 suggests severe injury. In some cases, anything below a 4 is considered near death. I was a 3. 